This is In the Trenches, Broadcast 10. Welcome to In the Trenches, where entrepreneurs, artists, writers, designers, inventors, warriors, and leaders share their stories of doing the hard, creative work that impacts all of our lives. Let the journey inspire you to do something worthwhile, build something bold, and create your life's work. And now, your host, Tom Morgus. Welcome back, everyone, to another broadcast of In the Trenches. Today's guest is Tommy Walker, and this is actually part two of a two-part series that we began last broadcast. So if you're new to In the Trenches, check out In the Trenches Broadcast 9 with Tommy Walker. You can go to my website and you'll see it in the header, In the Trenches, or you can just type in your URL, tommorcus.com backslash broadcast9. And in that broadcast, we go in-depth into crowdfunding, and it's a really great resource for anybody looking to create a project and to try to get it sold without going all in and then finding out you have no audience. So that's what crowdfunding is really good for. So if you're an artist, writer, if you want to write a book, if you want to do some kind of creative project and you want to know if people actually buy it, Indiegogo or Kickstarter or any of these crowdfunding platforms might be really great for you. And so check out the episode. It'll explain to you how you can use that effectively. And Tommy really dissected uh, this crowdfunding um, platform and went in depth about what works and what doesn't. So check out In the Trenches, Broadcast 9. But today we go into some really in-depth stuff regarding creating content with a purpose And Tommy goes into the four pieces of content and the four types of transactions that happen online. And this stuff is really in-depth. might not be for everybody, but I think if anybody's even curious about marketing or psychology or online business, you're going to want to stick around for this episode. And for those who are entrepreneurs online, this is indispensable information. And by the way, if you haven't had a chance yet, I'd really appreciate it if you would go to iTunes and leave a rating and a review for In the Trenches. Uh, ratings and reviews increase exposure and they help other people find this podcast if you think it's worth being found. So if you enjoy it, spread the word. And you can do that by leaving a very simple review and rating it one to five stars. Obviously, five stars is highly encouraged. So thank you in advance if you do. Without further ado, today's broadcast. On your website, you mentioned uh, one of your things on your about page is online marketing is primarily made up of two key components, creating content with a purpose and getting that content in front of the right people. Yes. So what you were just saying before was about uh, how if if you don't have a point to what you're doing, you're kind of wasting people's time, if I'm summarizing correctly. Yeah. Um, tell me about creating content with a purpose. What does that mean to you? And, and I guess how does somebody do that? Sure. So I have... Um through the research that I've done, and, and this is all just you know me looking at different websites and kind of breaking down what I've seen. And uh, interestingly enough, I've talked to different content creators, and they don't even realize they're doing this. Um, but from what I've seen, there are four main purposes of a single piece of content, and mm-hmm. um, that content is to in in every every time you interact with a piece of content, that's a transaction, right? Doesn't have mm-hmm. to be a sale. If you're if you're sharing on a social network, that is a transaction, mm-hmm. um, because and and your network is an investment, right? That's time that you've invested, mm-hmm. and if you're sharing something with them, that's an investment. It's it's critical you understand that um, mm-hmm. in order for the rest of this stuff to make sense, right? Because your audience okay. is valuable. Um, 
so there are four different types of transactions and four different pieces of content from what I've what I've figured out. Um, mm-hmm. And those four purposes for content is to either be shared, okay, viral content, to be commented on or to be discussed, right? That's discussion mm-hmm. content. To generate leads, so if, if if I'm filling out a form at the end of this piece of content, um, or you're you know or uh, you're giving me your email address, or you're asking me to do an mm-hmm. interview, um, that's lead content, and then sales mm-hmm. content, which is very I mean that's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, mm-hmm. Does it get me to buy something? Um, mm-hmm. These are the four main pieces of content, and uh, those are the four purposes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you ask any blogger, hey, what do you want this piece of, you know, what, what would you like from this article? You know, oh, I want to get a ton of comments. Well, why do you want to get a ton of comments? Well, because I want to start a conversation. Well, why do you want to start a conversation? Because eventually I want it to lead to a sale, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at it that way, right, when you look at each piece of content as a singular transaction, um, you can write the post that gets spread quite a bit. You can follow that up with a post that gets discussed quite a bit. You can follow that post up with something that gets, you know, people to uh, sign their email up. Uh, and then you can follow that up with a post that gets people to buy. Right. Yeah. That's how you start looking at strategic content development where it's like, what are the different pieces? What are the different, do, do I want this piece to spread and get more reach? And if I do mm-hmm. get more reach, you know, how do I start taking it from there? So that's content with a purpose. Mm-hmm. Getting that in front of the right people, getting that purpose in front of the right people is really about, you know, how do you how do you source your traffic in the first place? Um, mm-hmm. On the blogging section of my site, or the social media section of my site, rather, um, I talk about uh, approaching social media kind of like a media buyer, where it is uh, finding the different communities online that are topically related to the stuff that you're talking about on your website, and then infiltrating those um, by keeping track of them on a spreadsheet, basically. Ah, uh, okay. Um, so the uh, so creating content with a purpose, you know, do I get it shared? Do I get it discussed? Do I generate leads, or do I get sales from this? Um, having a single focus on each one of those pieces of content is extremely important because we generally try to get one piece of content to do all four, and ultimately it does none of those. Uh, um. Mm-hmm. And then getting it in front of the right people, which is basically like, how is this? Who is this going to be useful to? Obviously, I don't want to write a, a super advanced social media article for somebody who is like, I just signed up for Twitter. What do I do next? Right. Right. So it's about aligning those two two things, and then getting making sure you have the right content available to the right people. Wow, that's some powerful. Like, <laughs> no, I'm I'm not even kidding, man. Like, that's great stuff. Like, I wish I had known about that. Like six months ago but you know not 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 in a regretful way but i think it's awesome it's stuff i can use hey man i wish i knew about listeners. that i wish i knew about that three <laughs> years ago so <laughs> sure no it's it's fascinating because maybe maybe i do some of that stuff you know by accident right because it's definitely not does because i don't think of it that way so maybe by accident i do but now that I, I start to think back on why i've written what i've written or or even just kind of the context of what it is that I write about, I'm going to start putting in that in that framework. What is you know essentially what is the purpose? What is the point? And who am I sharing this with? Who does it who does it apply to? And I guess who who should see it? In my perspective, I guess right. if if that's a good way to go about it. Yeah. Well, who's going to benefit from it? Because you right, know, it's it's the, the I think the hard part is is like when we talk about content marketing mm-hmm. is um we what what a lot of people talk about is content creation 
and we confuse mm -hmm. that with content marketing. But if your content doesn't have a purpose, um, it's not marketing, right? Marketing is all like marketing as a practice is designed on, you know, return on investment, um, right. and, and having specific goals and metrics that each piece of marketing material is supposed to do. If I run a commercial on a television network, I want to make sure that it's going to bring me some sales. And if I put that out there, I want to be able to see a spike in my sales and say like this commercial run on these networks led to mm -hmm. this many transactions, right? Because this is the only thing we're doing differently. Um, mm -hmm. If if I'm creating content, but I don't have any sort of purpose behind it except for branding, right? I, I'm putting mm -hmm. air quotes around that branding, or uh, sure, you know, gaining trust. Like, how do you uh -huh. measure trust? Right, right. Like, um, you 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 don't measure trust because there is no metric for trust. Mm -hmm. um, the metric for trust is basically the sentiment analysis that happens from comments. But if mm -hmm. you're not mm -hmm. um, driving comments, then you're not measuring anything. And there's no market. Right. It's just content creation, which is fine. Sure. But, but it kind of, it kind of, especially for like an online business or anybody actually trying to create a business, right. it's essentially spinning wheels. Right, exactly. You know, and it's, and then you sit there wondering like, oh, does blogging really work? Does social media work? Does it all? Right. And then, you know, and, and the thing is, is like as a consultant, um, something that I've noticed that there are a lot of people out there that go like, you know, oh, there is no ROI from social media or you can't do it. And it's like, no, you are just not creating content in the right way. You know, right. you, you're not developing content with that sort of purpose. So, um, so that's something to just kind of be aware of, right? We sure. talk about that in the second episode of my show. Um, yeah. And that's, that's, that's how you create that. And that's, Ultimately, too, having those sort of metrics and those sort of goals that you want to have for each piece, that's how you create a content calendar that does each of the above, right? I can say very specifically, if I wrote five viral pieces or five pieces that were supposed to go viral in the course of three months and two of them did and none of and the rest of them didn't, I can look at the difference between the ones that did and the ones that didn't and say, like, what did I do differently to get this, you know, mm -hmm. in the creation and the marketing of this piece of content? So, anyhow. Yeah, no, that's good stuff. I, I love it. Again, I'm just like, I could just talk about this whole day because it's, it's fascinating. Um, I guess my question then for you be in terms of, and, and if you have an opinion on this, I know you're an online marketer, but I think this kind of ties in. For somebody who, who maybe has a business, um, I, I would go ahead and just say online because it should be, but um, say for somebody who has a business or wants to start a business um, or wants to do something creative or, or sell something online, would it would you say that it's pretty much um, essential to to know that, to know the purpose of what you're creating first, to know know who you're you're interacting with first before you try to create something? Yes. Say, I guess a product. I mean, I know this is kind of conceptual, but no. Yeah, so what you, it's um it's yes, it's a huge matter of listening to uh, listening to what's out there in the marketplace. Now, Steve Jobs, uh, you know, God rest his soul, said, uh, you know, people don't necessarily know what they want, and that that's it's. Mm -hmm sometimes true and most of the time not right steve right. jobs created the iphone not because he saw that you know the market was going we need a touchscreen phone because we weren't saying that in fact we laughed at him when we said you know like all the pundits were like iphone's not gonna work that's stupid right nobody wants that mm -hmm. um but the truth is is that uh if you look at things that were going on in science fiction and 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 things like that like i was just watching an old episode of star trek next generation and they're walking around with basically ipads right and it's like wait a second that's really cool yes i of course i want that you know right like and i spend this much time on the internet like i want the mm -hmm. internet in my hand 
I don't want yeah. to be on my like I don't want to have to be you know tethered here and I, what what that really is and what it really comes down to is if you're going to create a product you need to be spending a ton of time listening to an audience beforehand uh. doing a lot of research um, even if you have no market right even if even if nobody knows who you are and I think that's the other part too is like you know, when people talk about content marketing, it's like, well, answer questions. And it's like, well, if nobody's asking me questions, how do I answer them? And it's like, well, no, people are asking questions everywhere. Sure. You just have to have bigger ears, right? Right. Um, and Chris Brogan actually has a great article on that called Grow Bigger Ears. Um, <laughs> but it's about it's about seeing what kind of the needs are in the marketplace and um, and how you can address those. When I When I created Inside the Mind, that's exactly what that was a product of. It wasn't just a matter of like me going, Oh, I want to do a show about online marketing and I want to use humor. Like it's like part of it was that, you know, and that was the approach that I wanted to take, but the other part of it that made it kind of scary was that I I had an idea that okay, maybe this might work because, mm-hmm. you know, this is kind of what's missing in the space. Um but it was more a matter of like, you know, seeing that gap in the market and going like, "Oh, I can do that." You know, uh, how'd you, how'd you identify that gap in the market? I guess when, when you, when you say that, is this cause you just didn't see a product out there like that? Or did you identify that people wanted something like that beforehand and then sought to fill that void? Sure. So there's, there's a number of things, right? So, uh, looking at a lot of the big online marketing guys, and I know a lot of the big online marketing guys and, you know, mm-hmm. we, we talk and, um, seeing that, uh, there, there were kind of two sort of approaches that I saw. It was more of a, one was personality based. Right, where it's like, hey, this is what I did today, and this so ties into a lesson, a marketing lesson, and I thought this was cool. Mm-hmm. Right, that's kind of a lot of what Brogan had had done. Um, mm-hmm. And then there was kind of the straight copywriting advice from from a copy blogger, which is like, mm-hmm. you know, and then you have kind of everything that's in between there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and on one side, you've got a group of people who are saying like, this is how you do it, and this is how you keep people engaged throughout the entire process, right? And teaching mm-hmm. the art of engagement, I suppose, through example. And then the mm-hmm. other side where it's like, you know, here's, here's more personal information and, and let me tie that in. What I noticed in that is that there were plenty of people going like, I, I still get it. I get what you're saying, but it wasn't fully um, sinking in, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's still designed for a very specific type of audience who knows that they have a problem that needs to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing that and saying like, okay, there's a ton of resources out there on landing pages, but if I already know that those resources are going to be uh, intimidating um, in a way because you're talking about things that are kind of over my head, if I mm-hmm. reapproach that same information in, you know, with a little guy on my shoulder, mm-hmm. like helping me explain the lesson um, mm-hmm. and having like, you know, using the, the, the high-pitched voice and like, you know, traditional comedy tropes, if you will, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a feeling that that type of information is going to sink in a little bit better than, you know, somebody who knows that they're talking to somebody else who kind of understands what it is that's going on. Um, if right. that makes sense. Um, Absolutely. And then the other part is, is that there are plenty of people out there in the space who are selling half-baked products mm-hmm. that, uh, that look like they present good information. But if you really, if you buy into the product and read it, or pay attention to what's being said, a lot of it, not all of it, but a lot of it is uh, their polished turds filled with hot air. <laughs> right. Um, so there's there's not a lot of meat to it. So the other right. part was I wanted to be able to present um, information that you could buy in an information product, but put it out there for free. 
because I want to open source kind of my, my whole goal is to mainstream these concepts and open source um, the, the understanding. I, it, like, if you're going to, if you're going to take the time to create an information product, don't be doing something that other people could do for free. Right. Right. Yes. It, it, it's, it's a matter of like, if, um, if, if I can put this stuff out there for free, then I want the people who are creating information courses. And this, this applies to myself too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, don't sell the basic information sell stuff that people can like really dig their hands into and make it worth that $97 that you're charging me or a hundred. Sure. You know, like, um, so that was the other part of it is, you know, is I, 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 I'm tired of seeing people get ripped off in this industry, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. looking to people within this industry and then going like, I bought this product and it, it did nothing for me because either I didn't understand it or just, it was filled with words that sounded like it knew what it was sure. talking about. You know what I mean? I have right. encountered that type of stuff. Tom. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh yeah. Big time. I mean, you no, know, it's, it's, I am already picturing certain people or certain brands kind of out there <laughs> that do something. I won't name names or anything like that, but yeah, no, no, I get it. But yeah, it's just a matter of like, you know, I, I'm, I'm tired. I, I got really tired of seeing people get ripped off. And, mm-hmm. and that was the other part of it. It was like, okay, so we, I know that the comedy approach is going to work because that's mm-hmm. not out there right now. And then the other part is like, I want to have that sort of basic education of what's going on here, um, be approachable to anyone. So if you do, you know, happen to come across a product that sounds like it's doing something like I, I, like that sounds shady. I want you to be able to at least identify the fact that it is shady and make mm-hmm. a more informed mm-hmm. decision as to whether or not you're going to buy Absolutely. So, yeah. No, I like it. I think that's solid advice too. And in terms of, you know, what you're doing here, you do these videos and especially your first season, um, you didn't necessarily monetize for you though. Um, at the end of the day, you know, you can't make money necessarily from that free stuff, but I guess for you, for your, your business though, you are a consultant, right? Mm-hmm. And so people hire you and that's at the end of the day, that's your purpose. And then that's how, that's the, that's the reason you put what you put forward. Is that correct? And, and that's at the end of the day, if I'm like reading the stuff that you're giving away for free, but I need more advice or, and I'm saying this so that the audience understands that, you know, and, and I want to go get somebody who knows what they're talking about to help me out. I, I come to you. Correct. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's part of it. You know, I didn't, the, the, the point of the show was not ever to make money off of the show. Um, sure. Good byproducts. Like there were people who have contacted me as a result of watching the show. Pardon me. Mm-hmm. Um, there were people who contacted me as a result of watching the show saying like, Hey, wow, you really know your stuff. I want to, I want to consult with you on X, mm-hmm. topics. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, um, the show was actually a, a, a exercise in content creation, not necessarily okay. in uh, content marketing. So it was kind of, I see. Okay. Kind of interesting that way. Um, with what we're doing with the show, uh, in the second season, I'm actually moving towards a sponsorship model. Um, so I, I, I because it, it, the show does take an incredible amount of time to produce, and which is why we haven't done it yet. Um, but we're moving towards models that can focus on creating a quality show um, and actually trying to um, away from uh, the consulting one consulting piece um, personally, because I want to be able to take that stuff that I would do in one on one consulting and put it right into the show. 
Ah, okay, um, cool. So, you know, if you if you said, hey, hey, hey Tommy, I, I want to talk to you about um, landing pages, for example, and here's a landing mm-hmm. page, like, that's something I want to be able to say, like, okay, this is really useful to you. I get sponsorship money already. Um, mm-hmm. So don't worry about paying me for it, I guess. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to do a review on the show, if that's okay with you. Um, or as a, as a side product of the show, like, because I'm kind of opening up new uh, avenues here. Sure. Um, but here's something like I'll do that for free because I know that I can get sponsorship dollars and you can take that and bring it towards the next, you know, a- apply what you would have spent there um, towards other stuff, uh, you know, to save your money on me and my advice. And let me just give you my advice for free while other people pay sure. me for it. Sure. No, that's awesome. I mean, that could go into another like hour long conversation about <laughs> sponsorship. So I won't. I won't do that. Maybe we'll say that for later because I am curious about the topic of sponsorship and stuff like that. So I just think that's very interesting. But I do. I think we'll wrap it up here. Um, would you, you have any piece of advice for the person just starting out? Maybe a college grad or somebody like that, or even in high school, or or even you know adults that are just looking to get into uh, um, online business. Any piece of advice for them in, in particular? Yes, actually, and this is something that I, I wish I had learned um, early on in the process. Wow, we we on for a long time. Um, yeah. When you are starting, if you're starting a blog uh, and you haven't started it yet, uh, take a lot of time to really think about what it is that you want to write about. Mm-hmm. Um, if I were to start a movie blog right now, for example, um, I wouldn't want to start by doing uh, movie news and trailers and reviews and all of this other type of stuff. Right? What I would want to do is start with one area um, and then figure out what all the little sub areas are. So let's say my blog is a movie news blog, right? Um, well, what kind of movie news is coming out next? So we can look at, yeah, Slash Film does a really great example of this. Uh, we can look at sequel news. We can look at sci-fi mm-hmm. movie news, um, comic book movie news, um, uh, things like that, right? Um, and, and keep it focused in the beginning so you don't end up going... Um, you know, driving yourself crazy trying to figure out all the different things that you need to write about on a regular basis. Right. Um, and it also helps you source your content a lot better. Um, and the other part of that is I liken, uh, I've started to liken blogging as more of um, channel management, as if you were, like, there's a difference. I think there's a huge difference between um, blogging and creating content. Right. Right. Blogging is more absolutely like if you were to run a TV network, your job is not to create all the TV shows, but figure out the best order in which to put the TV shows on the air. Mm -hmm. Right. To keep people's Mm -hmm. attention throughout the course of the day. That's really what blogging is all about. It's about interlinking the content and making sure that everything is kind of discoverable and and scheduled out at the right time. Um, Focus on creating a framework for that channel. Uh, first, and then the content creation is going to come a whole lot easier because you can you can create a content on a schedule that's uh, much more reliable. Seriously, killer content, Tommy. I'm going to enjoy listening to this again and kind of creating the show notes for it. And I definitely think it's super valuable for the listeners too. So thank you so much. No problem, man. Awesome. Well, um, we'll catch up uh, later. And thank you so much for being on the show. No problem. Thanks for having me. And that wraps up in the trenches broadcast ten. If you're interested in the show notes. And finding out more about Tommy Walker, go to tomworkus.com backslash broadcast10. That's broadcast10. And in those show notes, you'll see notes from everything that we went over today. 
including the four types of content and the four types of transactions that happen online, as well as links to all the materials that we discussed. I really hope all this content helps you start, finish, and ship your creative projects and helps you create your life's work. This is Tom Morcus. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Thank you for listening to In the Trenches. Your creative work doesn't stop here. Join the resistance, the small but growing army of entrepreneurs and artists putting a dent in the world at www.tommorcus.com. Never fight alone. Join the resistance.